You're listening to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online business podcast where I, your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, will provide weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owners. Let's Talk Business Podcast with Stephanie A. Wynn is a mixture of branding, marketing, and business development tips and special guest interviews. Be sure to subscribe and download and share with your friends. For more information about Stephanie A. Wynn, you can visit stephaniewynn.com. And to support the podcast, you can go to Let's Talk Business with Stephanie.com. Be sure to select the subscribe button and Let's Talk Business. are back. We are back for another episode of the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn. I am your host. And can you believe we are in 2022? Oh, we made it. We made it. So listen, we have a really special guest with us this week. I'm telling you, like, if you are an author, if you're a coach, you're a consultant, you really should be podcasting. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, listen, you will love it. Don't be afraid. You would love it, I'm telling you. So we have a really cool guest on the show today. Really awesome. It's Adam Adams. And listen, y'all, we have a treat today. Adam, before I get into his bio, Adam is doing his thing with, you know, producing the podcast. But more importantly, we're going to talk about this week, what he did wrong when he launched his podcast. So For those of you who are considering or thinking about becoming a podcaster, this episode is for you. Get your pen, get your paper. But before we get started, you know, I like to talk about the renewing of your mind. It's a new year, new year, new opportunities, fresh start. And before you venture out on anything, whether it's personal development, business development, you need to renew your mind. And what does that mean? That means that you do not need to come into this new year with the same way of thinking, meaning a fixed mindset, you must have a growth mindset. At this point, you need to have a growth mindset. And what is the growth mindset? That is the person who is always willing to grow. They work while they wait. They don't give up easily. They keep going until they succeed. They help others when um, they help others who are less fortunate than them. You know, as a fixed mindset person, that's the self-sabotager. That's the person who is always, you know, success hasn't happened for me yet. And they give up and then they start over and they start on to something else. So we don't want that in this new year. I mean, it's a new year that's going to this new year with clarity. That's going to this new year with these goals we're going to attack. I don't do resolutions, but we're going to ask Adam, does he do resolutions? Because listen, I just do goals like... 30-day goals at a time, I attack them 30 days at a time, right? I don't put that much pressure on myself because when you start doing all these heavy goals, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, you never really accomplish them because you're putting too much pressure on yourself, right? So 30 days at a time, I feel is a sufficient enough time to attack some goals, right? Get those goals accomplished. So let me introduce Adam. Adam, has a loyal following in the podcasting space, right? After selling his first podcast, he launched the podcast on podcasting, which is ranked as a top show for podcasters. Adam is also the founder of Grow Your 
GrowYourShow.com, where they help you get your message out to the world. Grow Your Show is the easy button for podcasters. It's also his his trademark, right? That he wants, this is what they want to have a top rate, like those podcasters who wants to have a top rated show, right? Podcasting, listen, it's, you got to put forth effort and time, but they're offering top rate. It's a top podcasters to have a top rated show, right? So they're going to do this for you at growyourshow.com, right? Their clients are getting ranked in the top one, 1% on iTunes and other top charts, which means they have more influence than the other 99%. So listen, if you want to be in the number, if you want to be in the 1%, growyourshow.com. We're going to welcome Adam to the show. Welcome, Adam. <laughs> I will say that I should shorten my bio. Thank you for going through it. Um, Basically, I'm just a guy and I'm here to add value if I can. Definitely, definitely. Well, I'm super excited that you're here. And I want to say your your bio is really short and short, straight to the point, which I love. So let's get into this topic, Adam. Like, I know you, you know, you had a podcast and you sold your first podcast, right? But let's get down to the foundation, like basic, simple. What was it that you did wrong when you launched your first podcast? I I definitely did multiple things wrong. I mean, we'll just throw that out there. Be honest with everybody. Um, And I don't think it was all necessarily like my fault, right? I didn't know any better. I started it several years ago and I listened to what some people were telling me, even if they didn't have necessarily a top podcast. They may have not even had a podcast. Some of them, some of them had a podcast, but they didn't have any listeners. And so like I was listening to bad advice and that would be, let's just say number one, number one is, is what listening to everything that I read in a forum, uh, the, you talked a little bit about growth mindset and fixed mindset, for example. And there is, and I, and it's not to be offensive to any one individual that is on a podcast like platform, for example, but there, here comes a brand new podcaster and they go to these forums and they want to learn how to be a, a good podcaster, but they're asking from mediocre podcasters, for example. And so the advice that we're getting isn't necessarily the advice that's going to get us the result that we want. And additionally, the advice that we're getting is coming from more of like some people's fixed mindset believing like that it's that you're not supposed to have any listeners in the first year. I see that all the time. It, uh, hey, I don't have any listeners. Uh, hey, it's the first year. Don't don't stop podcasting, people say. So that, that would be like the first one. Another one, mistake that I made like is just, I, I, I listen to people when they say ready, fire, aim. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard ready, fire, aim? Has anyone ever told you ready, fire, aim, or don't start, don't, don't overthink it. Just start. Just start. Yes. Okay. So like what that meant to me, what I thought that meant, what I thought they were telling me is that rather than spending the time to calculate what my podcast was going to be about, that I should just have a podcast. I shouldn't, I shouldn't plan too much. I shouldn't overthink it. I shouldn't make details correct to, to make sure I'm uh, attracting the right listener. So it was like this ready, fire, aim. So I just went into it and there was a few problems that have that happened to me because I went ready, fire, aim instead of ready, aim, fire. 
Uh, for example, the wrong avatar. Write this down if you're thinking about starting a podcast. The wrong avatar. I wasn't. I wasn't really adding value to the person that I wanted to attract. Here's what I was doing. I thought I just should have a podcast and that will automatically attract who I want. But what what really needed to happen is I needed to have the type of content that would compel the right person that I wanted to be in front of. So that was a real estate podcast. Uh, That was a podcast. And my goal was to attract passive income, like passive capital. I wanted, I wanted high net worth individuals to say, this real estate investing thing seems like a lot of work. I would rather just be passive. Can I give you my money, Adam, so you can go and buy the deal because you've already spent all your money on your investments. And it seems like you still have the team and the capacity to grow. So let me put my money into your stuff. That's really what I wanted. That was my goal. But because I went ready, fire, aim, and I didn't really consider how to attract that person, I attracted the wrong person. And it's kind of like funny because it seems so simple now, now that I coach other podcasters to do this part, it seems so normal. Like I would, if I started another podcast today, obviously I would do it right. But back then I, I titled the podcast, Creative Real Estate Podcast. And I don't know how many people are there listening, but what that, who that speaks to is somebody who doesn't necessarily have a huge amount of capital. And so what they need instead is to work creatively to be able to still buy real estate. And the content that I produced went along with that title. The content I produced is you can still buy real estate even if you don't have any money, even if you have bad credit. Um, The people that I had on the show, we talked about creative deals. How did you make money out of nothing? That was attracting... Uh, more of like somebody that was not in a position to be a passive investor. It attracted the, the content, the value that I was giving was, how do you operate these deals? Instead of how do you invest your money with somebody else and safely protect yourself? So I went completely wrong on the title. I went completely wrong on the, the guests that I had. The guests that I had were adding value to more people that I didn't want. Um, and it, I didn't realize that until a couple of years into it after that show was already ranking. Finally, it took me a long time. That show started ranking in the top uh, uh, podcast for real estate, like one of the top four podcasts. Well, the top, the fourth podcast, the fourth, number four. I think it sounds better to say top four, but I'll be honest, it was just number four. <laughs> um, anyway, the point is that, that, that going ready, fire, aim, I didn't add value to the right person. Even though it was a valuable podcast, I wasn't getting, I, I was getting out of it that I was leaving a legacy. I was getting out of it that I was helping the world. There was some of those feelings that were there. But when it comes to if it's actually lining up with my business, I didn't, I wasn't able to attract enough capital because I made those mistakes, for example. I'm sure there's a ton more. I, I don't. I feel like I've done a monologue, so I, I'll, I'll like just if I'll answer the next question. But yeah, I made a lot of mistakes, to be honest. Awesome, awesome. And you know, you you said something that you know you had the wrong avatar. Um, you didn't. You felt like you didn't add value, um, and you were listening to um, bad advice. 
And so I, I'm more intentional this year about getting the information out to my community. My, my community is the author community, right? Whether you're aspiring or emerging authors. Um, one thing I know that publishing houses do not teach authors, and that is teach them how to build a brand. You publish this book. This book is here. Now what do I do? They offer marketing, but you can market to anyone without a brand. If nobody knows that you created this book, nobody's buying. And so my goal is to help these authors because being an author, it is truly a business. It's a business. Whether you look at it as not, maybe you're doing this for hobby purposes, but if you're selling a product in exchange for currency, it is truly that. So when I started my podcast, I would say I can definitely relate, but my urgency to get out to the community was really like urgent. Like it was like a, it just was like, I got to do this now. And I want to say, I want to add to that. Like, if you don't have a target listenership, like who are you targeting? Why are you doing this very thing? I think a lot of people, you know, it's like, it's like brand. You hear the word, I need to rebrand. I need to build a brand. It's like a trendy word. Like I need to, I need to start a podcast, right? You see all these podcasters and I'm just going to start a podcast. Like you said, if, what is that term? If you build it, they will come, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's, I, I actually, no offense. I don't know where you're going with this, but I expected that just because I had a podcast, I would automatically be like, uh, famous and wealthy and rich and famous. I have a show. You, the world owes me because I'm, I pressed record. Now I'm automatically a millionaire, a billionaire, or whatever. So, but listen, you have look. You have, you're thinking big. So I mean, you're thinking big. You you know, it, it could be possible, Adam. I mean, this episode could go viral in somebody. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel where you're going. It's like okay, and let me tell you, for me, I press pause. I I was so scared to press record. I had the microphone, I had the headphone, you know, the headphones. It was, I sat on that equipment for six months and it was like, okay, I got to do this. Like, it's not going to do it for me. They're not going to get up and just start doing things. So again, this is really good. Like how, let me ask you this, because I see a lot of, you know, podcasters there, you know, they don't have an avatar, you know, or like you said, they get caught up in this, like, whirlwind of over information or information on information overload about what to do, where to go. Tell me about grow your show. Let's talk about grow your show. What does that offer? What, what services do you offer to podcasters to get their show, you know, up and running? Um, with grow your show, we focus on three main things. One of them is you've already got a podcast. You've been editing it yourself you realize that you could be making more money in your business if you offloaded that for a small fee while you focus on like more revenue generating activities and stay kind of like out of the weeds. So we do a lot of post-production and we, you mentioned this earlier, it's our tagline. It's the easy button for podcasters. So for that number one thing that we do, um, it's right now it's 175 uh, an episode. We haven't raised our prices in a long, long time, and I don't actually expect to. 175 per episode. And what it includes is um, you push record. That's your job. 
you've got the content recorded. It'll go to the cloud. And in my, my company, my team does every single thing else. Like we have three people working on your team all the time. And here's what we'll do. We'll download the episode. We'll edit the episode. We'll cut out some ums and uhs. We will also put the intro and outro on. We'll produce the show. We'll publish it across all of the platforms, including like some that a lot of people haven't even heard of and they can't figure out how to get on themselves. Amazon Alexa and a bunch of other really cool places where you can be found. So we do that automatically. Um, we will always write. We will always write your show notes. We have a six part system for like writing show notes. So a lot of people, when they hire uh, an editor uh, to do the stuff, in there, it's not really the easy button because they're just kind of like throwing on a couple of bumpers and giving it back to them, taking just a few hours. They don't like write the show notes or anything. So we write the show notes. We title it. We will actually create a lot of marketing material, and then we'll email your guest for you. So like, you don't even have to follow up with the guest if you have them on your podcast. So like, we'll just email them. We'll give them all the promotional material that we created. Um, we'll encourage them to share it. We'll actually email them three times, not to get in the weeds, but we email them the day that we edit it. We email them the day before it comes out, and they, we email them the day that it comes out, just to make sure that they're actually going to um, support the show. It's really helpful. And we will also publish on three platforms. For example, like our clients just pick like wherever they want to be. So they'll say something like, I'm, I'm a unique client with Grow Your Show and I want you to publish my three places. Let's say I want it to go on my website and I want it to go on my blog and I want it to go on my Facebook. But a different unique client might say, I want it to go on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, or something like that. And that all of that stuff is automatically done for free every single episode that drops. So like you don't you don't write the show notes, you don't edit anything, you don't publish anything, you don't email your guest, like you don't public you don't do any of your own marketing. It's all just like done, right? Um, that's the first package. And it, I, like it's super affordable because anyone any other teams that do the same thing, it's like four hundred dollars per episode. Um, that's something I'm proud of. Another thing that we do is just help people launch shows. So it comes to like the branding that you mentioned, um, where we start by, we create your, your art promotional artwork for your podcast, like the logo that's going to be shown everywhere. We know all the specs that it needs to be. So like, you don't have to look that up. We just do it. Um, we will also create the music. So we hire our own composer to like create the music for a show. Cause a lot of people are like using old music like and it's not even legal or they're using free music because they don't want to pay for anything but when they use the free music they're actually breaking some copyright or they use free music that um that came in but there's like a dozen other podcasts that use it and so like people are hearing this this and it just it doesn't really speak to the quality of the show if if it's just like a piece that they keep hearing on all these other podcasts um, so we create the music, we create um, all the promotion materials, we we outline your launch plan, we help you uh, market the show. It's, it gets weeded, but when you work with us to launch one, it just it's like this. It's like we interview a couple of times, we create all that stuff. Once it's approved, we cre- we set a launch date, and like you don't worry about anything. You don't go to Fiverr and try to figure out somebody to hire for this thing and somewhere else to uh, to hire for this other thing. We just handle it all. And um, that package also includes some paid marketing that's like on top of the organic marketing, like social media marketing that we talked about before. 
So it's like putting up ads. It's having somebody in our, in our, on my team, like actually private messaging individuals who we think might be a perfect avatar. Uh, after talking with you and figuring out who that avatar is, we just go after that person and talk to dozens of them every, like dozens of new people that are perfect. Um, so anyway, it's a full launch. It's like a one-year contract. It's kind of expensive, that one, um, but it like includes everything and you don't pay anyone anything else. Like It's an all-inclusive thing. Um, and the last package is marketing only. It's, it's just for people that already have a show. Um, maybe they already have an editor. Maybe they like editing it themselves. Maybe they prefer to edit it. But like they, built, they believed if you build it, they will come. And now they just don't actually have the listener base that they wanted. And so there's, it's actually really challenging to grow a podcast audience. And we finally perfected it. So like our clients, they get ranked in the top like 1% or top 10%, depending on whatever package they pick. We just have the two. You could be top 1% or top 10%. And it's kind of neat because if you don't hit that ranking, like if your podcast doesn't hit that ranking, we give you all of your money back. So in short, editing only, like all of that post-production, easy button stuff, or launching a show, including the other two things, or just uh, paid marketing is kind of like what we focus on. That is awesome. So I, cause you know, I, I'm, that was my next question. So for the podcasters, um, and that is really good. The 175 that you offer for those um, individuals who need to take advantage of that. And then the, your premium package, I'm assuming that's the middle one, right? The one where it's like a year long. It, the Yeah. The launch, the launch programs where it, where it's like handholding from the beginning, like you ha- don't have a show and yeah, it's a one year contract. There's like always going to be an upfront fee and, and then it's going to be like a monthly re- uh, payment, which basically covers everything. So um, it, it, it is much higher. Like, and so it's really only, it's really only for somebody who, I don't know how to explain it best. Let me, let me back up. There's, three versions of that. There's the basic one, which is super affordable. Anyone can afford the basic one. And we still do all of those things, except we don't do the paid marketing. So like it, anyone, anyone can afford that. It's actually cheaper than going anywhere else. The second one, uh, the middle one, it it guarantees top 10% also kind of like that marketing package that I mentioned. And I would say half the people can afford it. Our top one is the one that I kind of had in mind where you literally going from scratch, you will be a top 1% podcast. This is like guaranteed in the entire world, like ranked against every single podcast. All of our clients have for the full service, like launch packages. But the top one, uh, it's like five figures down and almost like 3000 a month. So like it's much, it's hard for, I would say a half of 1% can can comfortably pay that package. It's pretty expensive. Awesome. Awesome. So for those that are out here listening, listen, if you want to get your podcast started, listen, go to growyourshow.com. And so Adam, on our show, what we like to do is we like to give um, three business tip takeaways so that um, for those who are considering podcasting or starting their own podcast, what is um, three business tips that you can give that they can go ahead and apply to their, you know, right away, to their business right away. Yes, I love it. Number one is going to be that you need to market your show. My team's really good at marketing, but if you want to market it yourself, just do it because there's only two reasons why you would have a podcast, either for income 
or for impact. You either want to leave your legacy or you want to make money. Make that dough. There's there's no other reasons, but you can't do either of those. You literally have no chance of making money or impact if you don't get in front of the people. If you just have a show is not enough. So that's number one. Number two is a great way for you to grow your podcast and your authority that not everyone talks about is that you can get on other people's podcasts and add value there. If you, um, if you are getting on other people's podcasts, one of the benefits to number two is that 100% of the listeners, let that sink in, 100% of that person's listeners listen to podcasts. So that means it's not very d- challenging way of marketing to be able to get in front of other podcast listeners um, and move them over to your show. It's free for them to move over. So it's a great way for people to find you. Um, and then the third thing that I will say is a repeat of what we've already stated, but it's just so important. And it's basically uh, understanding that we need to begin with the end in mind. Stephen Covey wrote a book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's been a number one bestseller and it's a classic now. And one of those seven habits is so important is to begin with the end in mind, not to go ready, fire, aim, not to go just start, just have a podcast, but to figure out who's your avatar, what do you want out of this, and work backwards from there so that you can actually achieve a goal. That, yes. So I talk about this all the time for the authors, like you definitely, that marketing, marketing your show, um, you have to market yourself whether you're a podcaster, whether you're an author, whether you're a startup business owner, you have to market yourself. Because if nobody knows that you exist, nobody's listening, right? Nobody's listening. So this this is really good. So tell the audience how they can reach you, Adam. How can they reach you? Yeah. Um, best way is to go to Grow Your Show, growyourshow.com. It's just, a, it's our website. And then they can always schedule a call with us from the website. Um, and then you asked me about resolutions. May I mention that? Definitely. Okay. I, I think that most people want to change their entire lives in January. Most people just seem to like want to, they're like, I'm going to exercise. I'm going to be nicer to my kids. I'm going to stop drinking this much alcohol and I'm going to, uh, uh, and I'm going to keep my house cleaner. And they just put so many, so many rule, uh, uh, things that they're going to resolve to do. I think that's probably the biggest concern. Um, I'm with you. I like setting short goals. I think those short-term one-month goals, uh, even a one-quarter goal would be appropriate too. But I feel like when we chase two rabbits, we will catch nothing. We, We can't get any of them. And if we're trying to resolve to make ourselves better or improve in some way, don't add a morning routine and go to church more and stop cussing and stop drinking all in the same, like you're going to met, you're going to miss one or two of those things. And then you're going to feel bad and you're going to let go of it all. But what you said was really, was really wise is just maybe focus on one thing this month, another thing next month. And that'll, I think that'll really help people as they make resolutions. Oh, and and did I answer all of the questions? I'm hoping I did. Yes, you did. Okay. Um, so we have, so again, I de- definitely agree with the resolutions. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. Like you have to piece it, like piece at a time, like one 
at a time because you will fall into, like you said, you chasing these rabbits and you know, a lot of people, I know, cause I was there, we, you know, your resolutions, you're on go, you're like on 1000 in January, February comes, March comes. And it's like, ugh, like I haven't done anything, any of what I said I was going to do. So yeah, like, again, like I said, your resolutions should be something that you know that you can attain. And like you said, do it by the quarter, if need be like the quarter every, that's four times a year. Four quarter. There's four quarters in a year. So again, I, I thank you. The um the t- the business tips takeaways. Those are really good. I mean, we have to do better by marketing. And if nothing else, like I'm getting ready to have this how to price your product and services, right? And so one of the things a lot of podcasters, entre- uh, authors, startups. They have difficulties with price pointing, right? Like they don't know where to start. And then what we do, we under we underprice our products and service. And so one of the things you said was the value, like in just your basic price alone, I heard the value. The value is your responsibilities is to hit record. We handle the rest. We email the guest if you have a guest. We provide everything. Like we post <laughs> them everywhere. Like we, you, you do the posting. Like, do you know how much time that, that frees up so much time, right? And a lot of times what we do is because we want to do everything, want to have our hands over here, over there, in here, leave it to the people that do, they specialize in this, right? If you don't have the time capacity, you have to, allow, listen, you, we all have to invest in our podcast. And at some point, you're going to have to get your podcast edited properly. You want to get become the, a part of the 1%, you need to go see Adam at growyourshow.com because he said we guarantee it. 10%, 1%, whatever number that is, whatever number you want to be in, growyourshow.com. Adam, thank you so much. How can the people follow you on social media? I know you're on LinkedIn. Um, is there any other platforms that you are on? Yeah, the only one I'm actually active on, honestly, is just Facebook. Okay. I don't. I mean, I'm. I have a. I have some accounts on some other stuff, but I am fairly active on Facebook. I'd say I post at least once or twice a week. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And this is the part of the show where I like to talk about those ships. You know, at some point on your entrepreneurship journey or entrepreneurship journey, you're going to encounter many ships. That could be entrepreneurship, partnership, companionship. It could also be you know, relationships. And so as you go on this journey, make sure that your ships, whichever one you decide to choose, make sure those ships are solid. And what do I mean for the purposes of this show? I mean that if you're in the process of creating your podcast, you want to have the very best on your team that will help produce your show, that will get your podcast up and running the correct way right? Without the overwhelm, you don't have to worry about things not getting done. Is there work? Absolutely. Do you have to put time? Absolutely. So anything that you do, you have to do two things. We know we have to invest actually three things. We have to invest, but the most important thing is we have to put forth effort and time. And if you don't have effort and time, then don't waste your money investing. Hold on to it until you can put forth the effort and time because it will require you to do those things. I am your host. Thank you, Adam, for coming to the show. You got to come back 
got to come back. You're always welcome back. Thank you all for coming to the show. Until next time. Bye. for tuning in to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast and online podcast where you will get weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owner. Be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter at letstalkbusinesswithstephanie.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Let's Talk Business.